What are you doing outside right now if you're walking? I don't know, man. Welcome to the quarantine episode. Um, this, this episode was recorded on, I believe, Friday, Friday afternoon. Um, this is when Carbon Leaf just found out that all the rest of our shows last week were canceled. Um, so John and I sat down and did a little interview. I'm just here to uh, see how you're doing. How are you doing? It's a little crazy out there right now. Um, just make sure you guys are taking care of each other and um, staying safe. Just stay safe, wash your hands, all the stuff that they've already been telling you. Um, but it has been really cool to see to see a lot of um, friends and musicians and stuff on uh, Instagram Live and Facebook Live and doing these like little concerts, answering questions, doing virtual lessons. Um, guys, a lot of these people, including me, are out of work. Out of work. Uh, yeah. Lucky for Carbon Leaf is that those are our last couple shows <clears throat> until, you know, and, and now we're on a break. We planned out a break around, um, around me having a kid and we got lucky. Hopefully this blows over and, you know, the shortest amount of time that it possibly can, but you know, it might not. What I've been really thinking about is, um, is if I was still a server or a bartender in Boston, I just wouldn't have a job right now. And I've been really feeling for those guys and, and around the country. Um, they're just, uh, they're just sitting at home and wondering how they're going to pay their rent next, next month or this month, whatever, um, or their car payment or wondering how they're going to go out and get groceries. Um, so I'm feeling pretty, pretty badly for them. Um, because I was in that situation, I know how shitty it would be if I just lost my job for no, for no, uh, for some random circumstance. Um, so thinking about those guys and all the, uh, the musicians, the freelancers, photographers, man, ugh, if you had, if you were shooting any kind of wedding or, I mean, you just lost a lot, a lot of money, um, so reach out, reach out to those guys. Um, if anyone, you know, that's, it's just, it's insane. It's insane. Those, those of you that are lucky enough to have a job that you can work from home or spend time with your families and still have a paycheck coming in. And, uh, I mean, that is, that's, that is fantastic. That is really great. And, uh, and, um, you know, we consider ourselves very lucky and, um, let's just keep, keep the focus on, uh, who it's affecting right now. And hopefully they get the things that they need. Anyway, well, speaking of that and speaking of Instagram live, I've been teasing some, uh, teasing the fact that I'm going to be doing a little Instagram live, sit down a little, <clears throat> a little concert tomorrow night. Um, Thursday night, eight o'clock, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to sit down, sing some songs, I'm going to sing some covers, uh, I'll play some Love and Stockholm songs, might even play a couple Carbon Leaf songs, play a uh, Jesse Humphrey song or two or whatever, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll sit down, if you have questions, I'll answer whatever you want to answer, um, it'll just be us. It'll be us sitting down in the quarantine inside the comfort of our own homes. So come and tune into that. That'll be fun. Um, Alternate Roots really raised the bar yesterday. They were really good. They were really good. And they had the two of them, man. It's just me. Anyway, um, so that'll be really fun. Uh, And speaking of... You know, people are doing the... I'm going to do a virtual tip jar um, Venmo. So if you want to toss a couple bucks my way as a tip, um, or not, just or just be there. Just be there and watch and listen. And and we don't, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. I'm just doing it just to put it there and uh, see what happens. Um, oh. By the way, those of you that were coming to my gig Thursday, <clears throat> gig Thursday at Devlin's Restaurant, is uh, that is canceled. That is canceled. So, won't be doing that. Um, so, the Venmo is just at Jesse Humphrey. That's it. At Jesse Humphrey. And you can go on there and write a funny message and uh, tip away. What else is going on? Uh, yeah, this episode was really fun. We were kind of we're on our way back to Virginia, and the guys were dropping me off in Connecticut. So we had a little bit of time. John and I were just talking about a few things. We tell a couple long-winded stories, or I tell a long-winded story, and uh, get way too into it, upset <laughs> for <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. This was a fun episode, uh, talking a little about how it's affected Carbon Leaf and just people, just people in general. Uh, stay safe out there. Please, if you feel sick at all, stay home. Uh, let's contain this thing. Let is, let's stop the spread of this thing so we can get back to life as normal. Um, thinking about you all, and I will... Probably. No, I'll see you next week. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One, two, one, two. Uh, One, two. Uh, What you gonna do? Mm. Yeah, yeah. One, two. Oh, we're doing this, aren't Corona. we? Corona. <laughs> it's It's the dates that we're playing because everything is canceled. All right, John. Let me tell you the story of a man. His name is Jesse. Yeah. One thing you should know about this man. He never says no. He only says yes he. To sit down and do a podcast with his friend. His name is John. John Morgan. One thing you should know about John is he likes to get it on. Get it on. That's true. So grab your Yeti. <laughs> grab your unsweet tea. <laughs> 
Take yourself a swig. Cause we about to sit down and do an episode of After, After the Gig. gig. Oh! Mm. Good one. Sorry, I almost ruined it. Jason's Jason's like, <laughs> Jason what <laughs> the fuck? Doesn't know what he's in for. <laughs> um, so it's coronavirus outbreak day number 73. We've just been traveling around in the white whale. How's, um... Before we get to that, how's the uh, comment section of your podcast going? Good. The comment section, it's going, it's going very well. <laughs> it's going very well. How did I know that that was the first thing you were gonna bring up? How did I fucking know? I really went in too deep with that, but you know, it's I don't who think, I am. I don't think so. You didn't think I didn't think I went in deep enough? I. Uh, no, it's good. It's fine. Um, it's fine. No, I'm good. If you could throw some of it in the microwave, <laughs> put set it on low for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, Barry is cooking salmon that's been in the fridge, and uh, looks kind of gross. <laughs> looks kind of gross. Um, it's smoked salmon, which we've been getting on our uh, on our rider. But it's also. But is that smoked salmon, or I thought that was just uncooked salmon? I think that that had various degrees of like rub. No, rub I think on. that's smoked. No, I'm I'm pretty sure that's. Let's Barry, see is it. that smoked salmon, or is that uncooked, just different rubs? I'm not so sure. Proof is that. in the pudding. We did get the roasted. It's cooked. All right. We did get the rare roast. And Atlantic right. salmon just means that it's farm farm salmon, salmon. and it's not good for you. So and it shall that, not enter this temple. Right. Even though I just ate like could probably enter, seven enter temple, donut holes from Dunkin' Donuts this morning. Well, there's only so much you can do on the road when it's coronavirus outbreak. Yeah. How do you feel about canceled shows? Um, I kind of I was like, I was kind of like, we're out here. I'd rather just do these shows while we're out here, you know, instead of having yeah. to come back in the summer. Right. Um, however, I think it's the right thing to do. It's smart. Yeah. The smart thing to do. Just everybody hunker down and it sucks that you have to cancel shows, but it was weird that the two nights ago, wherever we were, oh, we were in Connecticut um, at the little black box theater. Were we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. At Fairfield. At Fairfield. And we were playing, and it was like, before we played, it was kind of like, ah, you know, like 30% of the people who bought tickets, like, aren't really coming, but we're still going to go. And it was kind of like, this is such not, you know, everyone was sort of in the, it's not a big deal mode. And, like, during our show, all hell broke loose. Tom Hanks got it. Yep. Um, You know, it just, like. And that's basically the worst of it right there. I mean, he's he's an American hero as far as I'm concerned. Tom Hanks. Um, and uh, so, so when we got off stage, it was kind of like, oh, this is way different from when we started. So, and then yeah. last night playing in New Hampshire, even the vibe of the people were just like halfway through, or even at the end, it just felt like, oh, we're playing in someone's basement right now. We're playing for like the the coronavirus deniers right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We're going to go out and have I know. fun I anyway. I keep thinking about 13 monkeys when when uh, yeah. when uh, Bruce Willis is like, you'll see in a couple months everybody will start getting getting what you think is the flu and everybody will just ignore it. And then I'm like, oh, that's will, us. That is us. 
Yeah, I started getting kind of uh, worried about it more and more as it went on, but the most yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, I was really like, okay, now I think with all stuff that's canceling it's it would be irresponsible of venues not to cancel at this point so i think it's i think it's definitely the right thing to do yeah especially with a baby on the way i just don't want to take any chances i don't want to like feel bad for not wanting to meet and greet because i you know people want to say hello after but i don't know um it's just a weird feeling totally which is why it's probably like you know for me, it's not a big deal, you know. It's just like, you know, what do well, I have? What do system. I have? Nothing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves me? Nobody, Nobody, Jesse. So it doesn't matter whether I live or die. Well, you got a point, but, but you I got something to live for. I have a compromised immune system as well, so I'm doubly nervous. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. Know. No, it's good. It's good that we're going home, and and just doing doing the smart thing. Doing the smart thing. Going um, home. I feel awful right now. Is One it only because of the Starbucks. It's a couple things. Um, I, although I've worked out pretty like pretty consistently on this little run, done pretty good, and been doing my back exercises because my back is killing me. Um, I've had a hundred and nine cookies. On this show, I, for the first like five days, everyone was so like, "I made you the best cookies ever." We did get a lot of stuff. Oh, speaking of like getting stuff and getting cookies, um, just to say like thank you to all the people that got me baby stuff, which was awesome. I think I meant might have mentioned that in last week's podcast too, but I think it deserves another mention. Thank you for coming out and like. Um, Braving the virus and also like bringing bringing really cool thoughtful gifts. That was like really really nice. I know. I feel like touch, I should just have a baby heart. just to get the presents. You should, man. It's the coolest. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> I'll let you know in a and few then, weeks. <laughs> and then and then after the baby starts yielding gifts, I can just like whoa 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 I'll, whoa Where's baby, you're not pulling gifts? your weight around here. It's like come on, man. That's I'm kind of nervous about that being like the baby of the family, a little bit of a spoiled brat. Like, um, now someone's gonna get more attention than me. I know, <laughs> dude. That's what? that's that's man. That's a big big of you to admit. Yeah. Because I, I would feel the same way. I was funny. Uh, my friend, my friend Trevor. No shame in that. My friend Trevor. <laughs> so every like a bunch of my friends like. I'm o- I'm old enough where most of my my good friends have had their babies, you know, right. and they're actually like, you know, they're turning into teenagers and stuff, or at least like getting a little more self sufficient. So like my friends are coming back around to actually being able to hang out and do things. Right. Um. And it's but, too late. but I'm a pretty I'm a pretty like staunch. Oh, oh, oh man! <laughs> How are you just gonna put that there all willy nilly, dude? So. So, we'll so go. all right, explain what just happened. So, so Barry just filled up um, a cup of uh, ice and like an Odwalla drink, and put it on the put it on his little office table. We're in the bus right now, heading home. And then home. he forgot he was in a moving vehicle. Yeah, and he was like uh, over here taking pictures of me and Jesse. Which I mean, who can who can blame him for that? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to put you guys on social media. Look what I 
I know. We yeah. went to take pictures of us, and this cup, like we just took a turn in the bus. This cup fell off of, <laughs> fell off of the table and just landed completely upside down. And most of the Adwala drink is still in the cup upside down. It's amazing. So now he's got to. Are you going to try to salvage that? No, he's going to try to manage the spill. <laughs> it's like now he's sliding a piece of cardboard underneath. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's like trying to catch a spider. Um, wow. Wow. Pretty good. That was really pretty good. good. Pretty good cleanup. I'm really impressed. Um, Design solution. Wow, very good. So back to um, my friends having kids. Like, I'm, I'm pretty vocal about my dis- dislike of uh, all my friends having kids because every friend that I've ever had that had kids like just goes away. Now they're gone. And I'm like, oh, what happened to our friendship, bro? You know? And they're like, no, but here's this video of my baby doing something that's it's like, Listen, nothing I've seen babies stupid. Do stuff. It's like, oh, God. So, yeah. um, so it was funny when you were showing people the, uh, the, sonor- the sonogram. Whatever. Whatever. Ultrasound. 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 The ultrasound you were showing everybody the picture and you got to me and you're like, ah, you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, look at that cute little guy. Look at that little guy. And and I'm like, that looks like a blob, dude. Um, No, but it was his face. He was doing blue steel. That's why I was showing everybody. Yeah. Because he was doing the blue steel face. Yeah. And, dude, and I, I, I was, uh, some, some of my friends recently had a baby and it's it's totally cool. Like I, I joke about it, but like. It's, I'm, I'm happy for people and stuff like that in, in real life. Most of the time. But most of the time. But it does like, it does really like, I, I've, I've literally. Railroad all the fun. It railroads all of the fun. <laughs> and uh, and uh, my, my friend Trevor uh, came to, him and his wife had, a, uh, Steph had, had, a, had a baby recently. And um, it railroaded a trip that we were going to, going to take, of uh-huh. course. And then, uh, and then he was like. He was like texting me. Um, he was like, "Sorry, man. Like, sorry I didn't get to see you after the show. You know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get home. Oh man, our, you know, w- with this baby, all the, all, all the fun's gone or whatever." And I like texted him back. I was like, "Yeah, you know, every one of my friends that uh, has a baby turns super lame. It's not your fault. It's, <laughs> I feel it's really like, not your fault. It's I, really I, that damn kid's I fault." I feel like, yeah. I feel like he was like, "Oh well, that was not cool." Because you know, people love their babies and stuff. So yeah. I guess. It's but my buddy, my buddy, Je- tattoo, tattoo Jesse's having a baby soon. Yep. And he's like, man, it's not, it's not going to change anything, dude. We're still going to be hanging. I'm like, right, buddy. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, his over. job, I'm just trying to think of different people with babies and different jobs. Like, I'm sure do- nothing really it's not changes just, that much. It's, it's everything. It's, it's the time that it takes. Just the baby is like. For, for a long time is just like 100% energy like focus because yeah. they can't do anything well, themselves. Well, but you have you have like your your job time the, the time that your job takes up then the time with like you know girlfriend, spouse, whatever and now there's this whole this is how Dan Mills explained it to me. Yeah. It's like now you have this other human and this whole other huge time block that you need to figure out how to like get that time. Yeah. And it's really hard <laughs> yeah because like, you know there's only so many hours in a day yeah i'm just getting tired thinking about it yeah i've I, I, from what i understand it's pretty it's pretty serious pretty. as far as like an energy an energy suck goes yeah um don't feel bad for you you did it to yourself 
But that being said, I am a really it's good. I am no, I am a really good support system for like the complaining. Okay. Like parents, like my friends, like really come to me with like, John, I know you're not going to judge me. Yeah. But God, not my like kid the, is such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not like, like the real or not like the fake, like, oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing that ever happened. And I'm sure all that's true. Yeah. But the like the real <clears> like. If I have to change another goddamn diaper today, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Yeah, one of one of uh, one of my it was sort of more of a friend of my my ex-wife's, but she she was telling us this story. She was like, "I know you guys aren't gonna judge me, but I was um, in the bed napping with my baby the other day, and I had a dream that I was eating, and I woke up and my teeth were on my baby's head. Oh my god! <laughs> she's like. She's like <laughs> She's like, you're the only two people that I can tell that story <laughs> to. I almost took a bite out of my baby. Oh, my God. Imagine telling that to the kid later on yeah. in life, being like, oh, I, I almost, almost ate you. Bit your face off. <laughs> in, my, in my dreams, anything can happen yeah, when you're sleeping. you never know. Um, it's funny that, you know, for, like, uh, a specialized music podcast, you know, the thing that we know a little bit about, we choose to talk about the things that we know absolutely nothing about. Man, <laughs> strong opinions and zero strong research. Strong opinions and zero things to base it off of. Yeah. Um, they call that bro science. Bro science. And I have a PhD in bro science. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, that being said, dude, I never told you about this crazy road rage, road rage incident that I got, got into the other day. It was right before tour. So, um, there's a there's a spot that I drive constantly in Richmond. We gotta talk about. It. You tell me about this, but we gotta talk about the driving. Uh, we gotta talk about it. All right. So, um, there's a there's a spot in Richmond where I'm headed to. I'm headed over over Monument, going to Broad Street, and it's a and it's a, like the lanes change a bunch, like during in the course of this road. But you get to this light. It's right turn only. Is that when you like cross over Cary Street? It's that one way? No, no, no. This is a, a different spot. It's a different spot. place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll rec- I'll point it out next time we drive it. We drive it all the time. But there's a right turn only, there's a straight only, and then a left turn only. And if you, the straight only, you have to, you sort of have to get over to the right. And people are constantly going straight from the right lane. So if they're right next to you, they're they're pushing you into oncoming traffic. Right. So it's really dangerous. So if you're in the right turn only lane, you better be turning right. You got to take a right. You got it. And even if you're like, oh, whoops, I screwed up. It's you take like, a right, go around the block. You Exactly. You own your mistake. Yeah. So anyway, people are constantly going straight there. So it's like, of course, like my I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a masked person. Uh, vigilante right. um, for for Blood justice is for just justice on the street, and uh-huh. people need to learn the right uh-huh. ru- the right rules of the road. That's, uh-huh. that's why I was put on this earth. Right. Um. And I'm this this lady. This lady. Lady is is in the right lane. She has her right turn signal on. Yeah. And I'm right next to her, giving every inclination that she is going to be turning right. Yep. So we go, the light's green. We go, and she just keeps going straight. So she's putting me into oncoming traffic. So I was like... But the thing is, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to interrupt you for just a second. If you start sticking up for her... I'm not sticking up. I'm going to jump across this couch. I am not sticking up for her. All right, say what you have to say. I am noticing behavior. That's all I'm doing. You knew 
at a certain point that she was going to go straight. Did you not? Well, when she started going straight, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I knew that because just if you're just playing the numbers. Now, did you have options? Did you have options? Could you have stopped and let her go and been like, fuck you? And then it still sucked. But what did you do? Okay. Well, she's no. She's, Answer that question. I'm, no, no, no. Agreed. So here's, but here's my thing. Because I'm a vigilante right. for road justice. Right. She needs to know. Right. She's doing the wrong thing. Yes. So, but at this point, sometimes yes. Sometimes I'll make it like more obvious that they're doing something wrong so that they know. In this, at this point, I'm. We are side by side. Yeah. And she's pushing me into oncoming traffic. The right. people coming from the street. So I can do one of two things. Either way, either way, I'm so right, it feels amazing. You are and right. And she's yeah. so wrong. Yes. Um, so well, she, she could never be right in that situation because she's going straight in a right turn lane. And she has a right turn blinker, blinker right. on. So, um, so, yeah. So I s- slam on the gas and go in front of her because, like, that's, what, that's what can I do? Option. Right. That's one option. The other option would be to slam on the brakes. Because yeah. I have cars but coming you're at coming me. From, you're coming from a complete stop, stoplight? No, no. The, the light was green. Light was green. So we're like side by side. Right. Going so like your this. option, your option is to is to step on the gas. Step you're, on the you gas. You have three options. Step on the gas, stay at the same speed, and probably have her run into you. Yes. Or, or stop. Or, or and slam let her on my brakes right. and go behind her, right? right? So I choose the slam on the gas, gas obviously. Right. And I get in, and I get, and I have to get over like in front of her because the road like jars a little bit. Yeah. And I get get behind her and I and I honk my horn to be like, tisk tisk. A honk from the front. Honk from the front. She needs to know a that she has honk. done something wrong. Okay. She. Lays on. Of course she does. Because horn. Of course she does. She lays it on. So I just, man, I get so mad, and I start honking, and I give her the finger. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Jersey. Yep. That's and, the next progression. And she just keeps honking at me. Did she fin- give and you the so finger? I almost th- said, did she finger you? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how the story ends. <laughs> <laughs> no. She starts. She starts honking her horn like like so aggressively. Cool. And my anger just goes like, because again, I'm so right in this situation. I'm so right, and so my anger just goes like zunk. Right. And she's behind me, and there's and we're coming up on another light. Right. Right. Now this light is a T. It's only right turn only or left turn only. Yep. So you're right next to each other. And she pulls way up to avoid me. Right. Because I'm turning left. Yeah. She's turning right. But there's all these cars, so she can't go. Yep. And for the first time ever in my life, like my anger just goes away. It just, it just, it just went like, funk, just like completely away. And so, is it because she wanted to avoid you? And you're like, oh, all right, I'm done. Well, I just, I looked at her and I realized, oh, this is sort of like, not old lady, but older yeah. lady, like gray hair, older lady, um, and not like went gray early, like. 60 something so yeah. you know what I mean and I'm like this is an older lady she has a really nice like SUV car so she's from this is a battle that is not really worth fighting yeah if it were the middle ages it yeah. would have been it would have been over like way too easily <laughs> and so this is the middle ages you know what I mean if her horse had 
a turn signal going right, and she went straight, and yes. I bumped. I would have taken my sword out and swiped her head off. <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's how those things end. Yeah, exactly. So, so I've I, seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, it, it would have been. It was, I was like, this isn't even. It's not even work. I'm so. I know I'm so right, and this lady is just like not worth me getting angry at. So I pull forward to right next to her. And I just give a tap. I'm like, eh, 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 like on my horn. And she looks over. And I was like, roll down your window. And, oh. she, and she looks at me like, no fucking way, dude. And I and I give her like both hands, like bo- both my palms facing her. Like, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And I go give this like the, we're relaxed. Down, both palms down. Uh-huh. I go, I'm relaxed. Just roll down your window. I would like to speak with you. And she rolls down her window. And I said, I'm really sorry. I honked at you. You have to understand your right turn signal is on and you were in a right turn only lane. I can't. That is why I had to honk at you. And you almost ran me into oncoming traffic. And she went, I'm sorry. I never drive in the city. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. It was unbelievable. Oh my God. It was unbelievable. It never ends like that. Never ends that way. Never ends like that. Never ends that way. I had a similar situation happen to me in Boston. I was driving on Beacon Street, and then when you're on, when you're on Beacon Street in Brookline, and you're in Coolidge Corner, there is, and you're heading towards the city, trying to give people a decent picture of where I'm at. There's like a little bit of a lane shift. So if you're in the left lane, you're coming to the light. But at the light, it goes from two lanes to three lanes. There's a right turn lane that shows up at the light. So it pushes everything over to the left. So if you're in the left lane, you have to like move in the lane to yeah. the left to get, you know, to the light. Yeah. So I'm in the I'm in the right lane. Yes, I'm in the right lane. Someone else is in the left lane. And this is it's this person, this is lady, who um, and I I don't mean you know, there's plenty of wonderful woman drivers out there, but in this instance, it was in these both. both I, did, these I didn't. I didn't think that way. But yeah. then when you quantified it, now everybody's going to think. I know, but I just, I just <laughs> feel like you know. But in it's, both, it is in both weird occasions. that both of our stories are ladies behind the wheel. It was just both occasions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. L- fucking losing. Kidding. Losing. Totally. Kidding. Losing patrons and I'm by the totally second. Um, anyway, I. I'm driving up to the to the the light. I'm in the right lane, which doesn't move to the left as much, but still moves a little bit. This lady that's next to me in the left lane continues to go straight and does not shift with the lanes, and literally is about to like pull right right into my car. Yeah. And I'm like honking on the horn. I'm like, what are you doing? I roll down the window. I'm like. Do you not see the fucking lines here? And I'm yelling. I'm like, you're you're about to hit my car. And she's laying on her horn, giving me the finger. Yeah. Then she takes out her phone and starts filming me. Oh, boy. Starts filming me. And I get my phone. And I start filming her. I'm oh like, I can do it, too. <laughs> you're the you're the one. Like, I don't understand how when, when you're doing something wrong. I don't understand when you're doing something wrong that, like, the reaction is to 
like fight back even harder when there's rules to this thing. Yeah. It's like you could have came right in and like hit my car and it would have been your fault. What are you going to do? Say it's my fault? No. It's not. See, there's some, there's there's a couple things at work here. Um should we hit pause? Yeah, let's pause real All quick. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And right. we're back. You probably didn't notice anything. And it didn't seem like anything to you listeners. Um Sorry, there there was a phone call that someone had to take, um, and we did not want it to be heard on the, the microphones. Yeah, secret time. Secret time. So that being said, there's a thing that happens with with people um, and being being caught doing something. It's it, it's what it feels like to me. It's like it's like I don't want to be wrong so much that I'm gonna double down. Like right. I gotta convince myself that I'm right, so I've gotta take it up to eleven. But it's also, it's also the disassociation, uh, like effect, where yeah. you're in a car, you feel like there's nothing that that other person can do to you, so you feel as though you can do whatever the fuck you want, like honk on a horn when you're clearly in the wrong, or flip someone the bird, or do whatever. You know, it's yeah. like you don't think anything of it because nothing is going to happen to me. I, I can fight back as wrong. It doesn't matter how wrong I am. Yeah. It's not going to make any difference. Yeah. I was, I was in, uh, we were, this is back in the van days, like lot 10 years ago. We were in, um, we stopped for, for gas in like just outside of Atlanta in just like the sketchiest, you know, like bulletproof glass, yeah. um, quickie mart thing. And there was a couple of, of youths in there. And the one girl was trying... The two youths. The two youths. Um, uh, one girl was trying to steal stuff. She was trying to, like... It was it was so obvious. And the guy was, like, totally onto it. Was it so obvious or was it... So obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> of course I was trying to steal sodas. <laughs> so obvious. Um, he, she was trying to steal... She was trying to distract him by, like... What's the total if I just get this candy and this Slim Jim and that? And he's like, it's this. And she, and, and they're like, well, what is it if uh, I just get this? But she like, has other stuff that she's hiding from right. him. And she's like sort of giving him an attitude. And he's just like not kind of not having a, any of it. Yeah. But she's clearly trying to get away with something. She's cl- tr- clearly trying to right. steal. Suspicious behavior, we yeah, call that. She's, to- she's being sketchy. And yeah. not, like, in a slick way. Right. So, so obvious. Yeah. So, <laughs> so first, a first-time stealing way. So he just goes, she's like, alright, well, I'll just take the Slim Jim and the, and the you know, the cookies or whatever. And he just goes, what about that? What about the soda you're trying to steal? What about that? And she just, instead of being like, I'm caught, you know oh, what I mean? Shit, and I owning it. Yeah. She ramps it up, takes the soda, and acts like he's being mean to her or something, throws it at the bulletproof glass, and it explodes everywhere. And she's like, starts yelling, and not yelling anything of substance. It was all just insults. You know? That's usually the cue to just leave. Oh, I mean, we were like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Um, but she just like throws the soda and gets like super pissed and says, fuck you, and I'm out of here, and I'm never coming, you know what I mean, all this shit. Like, what is that? What causes that? I don't know. Is that, like, I don't know. Yeah. 
We need Dr. Drew on the show. I know, man. <laughs> we need we need a Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's just like, you know, it's I I think honestly it's it's hard work internally to admit that you're wrong. Um, and to well, be it's embarrassing. It, it's embarrassing and it's and it's hard work to be like to own to own mistakes. Yeah. And so it's easier to to be like I'm not wrong. You don't understand, you know, what I was even trying to do or you you don't know, you know what I mean? And just act in anger and just be like, I'm still right, you know? Right. So, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's so, it's so weird. Like, something happened to me when I was, when I was like a young, when I was like, I think eight, eight or nine. So, my next door neighbor. <laughs> I do not like where this story's it's going. <laughs> My next door neighbor, one day I woke up in the morning and I get a knock on my front door. And it's like early in the morning. It's yeah. just me and my brother home. Parents are at work. My yeah. sister, I think, was at school already or something. Um, I'm eight. My brother's 16. Um, I go to the front door. My dog is going crazy. And I open up like, you know, we have a... Uh, screen door in the front, whatever storm door, and then the, open the regular door, and it's a cop. And I'm like, "Hi, Mr. Officer," <laughs> and he's like, um, "Is your brother home?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, he's in. He's sleeping. Like, wh- I'm like eight. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm like scared. Yeah, There's a police officer here. So I, um, and it's funny how I like." continued to remember this story like exactly the way that I feel that it happened yeah um but I go and you know I go to get my brother and like take care of the dog and put him in the other room so he doesn't like go crazy and start you know trying to bite people yeah um and then I go to the back of the door to the back of the house to go into our room to wake my brother up Mm -hmm. and then I notice there's another cop in my backyard at our back door coming in the door and I turn around and the other cop is in the house behind me in the house did not invite him in yeah Um, if they were vampires you would have been fine if they were vampires I would have been completely fine because they can't go into houses without being invited is that true yeah I didn't know that I mean I thought it didn't matter I thought you have to have, like, salt around the house or something. No, you, you have to invite a vampire in. But that's neither here nor there. Neither Go here ahead. There. Story for another day. Um, so the guy's in the house, and the guy, the, the cop is, like, literally hand on his waist because my dog is going crazy. Like, I am holding him by his his wow. uh, leash. And I finally get him into the room. I'm like, what is going on? And these cops come in, and they wake my brother up. And they're in our room, and they're like, your neighbor said that uh, you shot him with a, over and over again with a BB gun last Wednesday, and he's, you know, we're here, we want, it, we want the BB gun, we want it. And they're like going through the closets and stuff. I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't, first of all, I don't have a BB gun. Yeah. None of us do. Yeah. Like, and he's like, you're lying to us. He's in our house. Like, yeah. You're lying to us. Like, we have, like, no, like, what are we going to do? We're yeah. kids. Yeah. So they eventually, I was like, we don't have anything. It's like, we're going to tear this house, like, up and down. We're going we're gonna to upend this house. We're going we're gonna to find it. We're yeah. going to find it. You're lying to us. So 
we're super like I'm super scared. Yeah. My brother is like getting pissed and like get, starting to get like ramp it up yeah. as a 16 year old you know <laughs> teenager. Yeah. And uh, they take us down to the station in separate cars. Holy crap! So I'm an eight year old in a police car by myself, shaking like a leaf, and my brother is in the car behind takes us down to the station and uh man this is this is like even just thinking about it i haven't thought about it in a little while but um takes us down to the station then the cop as they're bringing us in they didn't put us in handcuffs or i'm surprised that they didn't but um takes us into the station goes if you see anyone you know in here do not say a fucking word. That's that's how he said it to us. Holy crap! So of course we walk in. We see our neighbor. He's st- he's sitting there in the police station. My brother, like, like rushed him. He was like, "You motherfucker!" You know, it's like, how like how could you do this? You're a fucking liar. Like nothing happened. We yeah. never did anything to yeah. this guy. Um, if anything, we we're always like super nice to this neighbor. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it was very, very strange. They took us into into questioning rooms, and they're asking us questions. Where's the BB gun? What did you do? How, like, did you shot him? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm crying. Then one of the cops starts making fun of me for crying. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, I want my parents. Like, was, like then when my mom and dad, uh, when my mom got there, I think my dad was still working, but my mom got there, and dude... The wrath of my my mom is no joke. When yeah. she's mad, man, <laughs> it is fucking scary. It is the scariest thing. Like it is <laughs> it is no joke, uh, for lack of a better term. She comes in here, like what like what is going on? You know, blah 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 blah. Long story short, we end up getting released because this neighbor needs to go into a doctor to get his bruise that's on his leg evaluated. Uh huh. They find out it is not anything from a BB gun. He probably had a dream, fell off the fucking bed, yeah. had a bruise, and then called the police. Yeah. Like, because when he said it happened, my brother and I were, my brother, you know, and I play baseball. He was a pitcher, and I was, you know, I, we went to the baseball field all day. He was pitching. I was, you know, we were playing catch and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and we were there. All, all day when he said that they were there so and uh, so we don't know what prompted this guy to do that but it's crazy I had never been so scared in my life and this guy had the fucking balls to come outside his house and ask my mom the next day like how how are they how she was doing and my mom oh. goes over to him goes how'd you fucking sleep last night i'll tell you how we slept last and and like got in his face and like threatened him and shit yeah. and then he goes in he calls the cops again cops come oh! back yeah it was crazy and then then this very nice police officer not the other two fucking pieces of shit yeah that came to our house and entered our house without warrants or without yeah, yeah. anything now if i was this age or whatever and yeah. that ever happened to me fuck those guys like it would be yeah. over um, but like this, uh, man, we were, we, it was just so crazy. It was so crazy how it all happened. And, and he didn't, he didn't 
you know, his bruise was not, you know, yeah, whatever that well, was. Either way, you clearly didn't do anything. We didn't do anything, but he called, he called the cops on us like, like three or four other times, and and my mom would like was like haunting him. And anytime he uh, left, dude. anytime he was outside, we would we would give him the business. It was like, yeah, yeah, he he basically couldn't be outside anymore around that, us. Yeah. Yeah, and it was. Uh, how did I even get into this fucking story? Don't know. That's what we do. I always thought when it's crazy when uh, when I was a kid, I was always scared of adults. Like every I think adult, every kid is and, scared. And of I adults. had I had some really terrible adults in my life. Like, I mean, my my family we joke about it all the time about some of some of the stuff. Which is, it's like, it's funny now, but it's not, it's not funny. Like some of the stuff that my friend's parents and um, a couple in particular, or just like teachers or whatever adults in my life did, are just completely insane. Like completely insane. Like, uh, like I don't even want to get into details. Yeah. Because it's like, like, but it's like a family joke that, and I was, I was deathly afraid of adults and never stood up for myself because you don't know how to do that when you're a kid you don't know like oh adults are just as crazy if not more than anyone else like just because you're an adult when i was growing up this kid that i knew that was like quote unquote friends with like his mom tried to abduct me (laughs) from school one day i remember did i tell you that story like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm in elementary school. They said that, like, you know, someone's here to pick you up for something or whatever. And then I go, I'm, like, getting ready to leave. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I don't know any better. I think, like, I have something to do, somewhere to go. I'm like, this is sweet. I'm getting out of school. Yeah. And then one of my teachers, like, kind of put two and two together or something and then realized that it, this was not my mom. And then... Yeah. And then it, it didn't go down the way that this person planned, but... Dude, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would insane. I would sleep over friends' houses and just get absolutely tortured by really? by some of my friends' parents That's and stuff crazy. like that. And it's just like, yeah, I feel like it's, I was very lucky when it comes to that. Like most of my friends and parents, they're all everyone was pretty cool. Yeah, but it's nuts. Except for the one that tried to kidnap me and wear my skin. <laughs> I want to wear your skin to my birthday party, <laughs> man. Um. But that being said, we should get back to why we're driving home right now. Yeah. Um, well, I just don't know. It, it feels like a lot of moving parts. Like, there's so many bands out there that are getting... Like, everything is getting canceled everywhere. Yeah. So, it just seems like there's so many moving parts. And how can you possibly there's got to be other bands playing in other dates that you want to try to reschedule like you know having issues rescheduling and figuring out dates and times with all of our schedules and and all the venue schedules it's like this is all of the music industry right now and it's it's got to be it's like a huge puzzle that has to get put together yeah and it's crazy yeah it's crazy i mean i think it's necessary but it's just, um, and it's it's you know. it's not just it, it's not. I mean, it's li- at this point, it's so it's so weird how this how this whole thing flipped. Like, 
again, like I can't remember what we said since we paused and stuff like that, but like everything was kind of cool. Like everything was like, all right, just, you know, take precautions and no yeah. big deal. And then like in one night, 24 hours, it 24, was like, yeah. everything's done. Everything ramped my, up. My race that I was going to run in two weeks, that's yeah. totally canceled, scheduled to a time when we're going to be like middle of tour yep. in the fall, you know? Oh, that they rescheduled it they, already? They rescheduled it to September 26th, oh. which is like really they far away. They rescheduled the Boston Marathon. Yeah. So my... my um uh, my brother and I usually I, I wasn't able to go last year but we usually go to the the Marathon Monday Red Sox game yeah but now that's all rescheduled yeah I think that was supposed to be April 20th or something this year but and the the I mean just all the, done. the entire NBA is NBA NCAA tournament they're playing supposedly they're playing without they're playing in an empty yeah that's stadium. crazy it's not happening anymore Doug Did, they canceled the whole thing now well, so people the, yeah. who are people who are, um, you know, missing basketball, no worries because I made a little video. Oh, that's right. So of, you can uh, check out John's video. My Instagram, J O N M A R K E L. If you need to get your basketball fix in, yeah. just go check that out. I made a little video. You got the basically the whole basketball experience in yeah. my little video. Yeah. So you can just play that when you're missing basketball. Go check that. That out. being said, you can play it over and over again. Every, ev- I mean, just like everything getting on shutdown. I, it, I don't know. It's nuts. I really hope this whole thing blows over, but not before I get time to stay in pajamas at home playing video games. Yeah. For like two weeks. Well, I just know that I have to go shopping today, and I'm get. I'm mostly worried about toilet paper, man. Like people. What are people doing? Well, that's so funny. I mean, it, it sort of it makes sense to me because the everyone's scared. Have thousands of rolls of toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, but it, but think about it. It's like we are on the verge of and in the middle of at this point. Um, everyone being like, do not go out, stay at home, and everyone's pooping at home. So everyone's just like, I better have some TP because I'm going to be stuck at home. So the t- the toilet paper has nothing to do with the virus itself. It's more for people having to be home. Right. So that makes sense. Like people I, are like, this yes. doesn't have anything to do with I coronavirus, that. but got to ration it out though. I mean, some people like, I know, you know, videos of people going like one person going into a store and buying every roll of toilet paper in the yeah, store. Yeah, it's like that's just rude. It's it's You don't need that much that no, much toilet paper. No. You you don't need to fill a room with toilet paper no. unless it, unless if you do need to have that much toilet paper, you also need to make an appointment at your local GI doctor. Yeah, because you have something Crohn's wrong. disease you have Crohn's and you disease. don't need that much toilet paper. You have paper. a problem. Get a yeah. bidet. I Seriously. have a, I have a bidet. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm like I need whenever I go home, I'm gonna go to the store, and I'm I'm just worried about what I'm gonna see. I know I don't have any like when when we're on tour, I take all my food is out of the fridge. Yeah. So I'm sort of I'm worried too. I'm like, man, what's gonna what's gonna be there for me? Yeah. When I get home. Yeah, I don't know. I just need to go and figure it out, and like, I don't know. I wonder if it's gonna be like. Doorbuster, you know, like like Black Friday style shopping, like Doomsday yeah. Preppers in there running around, yeah, 
carts everywhere, people shoving you out of the way. It, it better, all I, all, I, all I can say is it better go one way or the other. It better like in a week or two, just like, all right, like this is all under control. It's died down. Everyone go back or just the complete opposite where yeah. I'm like running down the street in a machine gun with a machine gun <laughs> and just like, you know, like zombies infected people are just like running after me with their skin melting. Like, ah. Yeah, I think that is the idea that is in a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Of what could happen or what they think is happening. Yeah, man. I just want to. I just want to. I'm just looking outside. We're driving around. Everything's. I just want to cool. board up my windows and just like and pop hole a up. hole in my roof and just get a bunch of sandbags on, on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sandbags set up on the roof. Yeah. Just like no one's machine no gun one's turret down your street. <laughs> <laughs> Cut a hole in the top of your FJ Cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, and just <laughs> oh man, that would be don't do awesome. it unless the people are actually zombies. Um, <laughs> what else? I don't know, know, man. You know, this is I answered all the questions last week. Oh, the question last week. What happened? Um, I'd like to clear up what happened when I gave you the finger. Is because for the for the couple shows before that we'd been doing that boxer into Donnybrook, and so um, boxer does a uh, at the end does a walk down. It does a diatonic walk down from the four chord, down down Nerd. down Nerd. down right. So yeah. it goes G F sharp E D, and then we resolve it to the D. But what we've been doing is we've been doing the first three hits, G F sharp. E rumbling on E, and then on, on when you do those hits, you've been making that the one. So we haven't been resolving to D. We just stay on the E and go dunk 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 yeah. dunk dunk for Donnie Brook affair. Right. And so we had done that a couple nights prior, and we went down down down, and I was like, "We're doing it. We are staying on this E." And you went, <laughs> you went, <laughs> I remember boom, and you hit. And oh, and I, I started Donnybrook the way we had. That's right. Because I, I had missed it That's the right. couple nights before because yeah. it was just like an improv thing. Well, sometimes, yeah, exactly. Because sometimes. Which is when, totally fine. When we do improv stuff and you're like, oh, cool. But then we don't talk about it after. We yeah. don't figure out if we're actually going to continue to do it. Yeah, but that's the fun part of music is like, I, I hate talk. I have a, the theory, the, which I've talked about just ad nauseum of like. The, the, this the pin the, your butterfly, the butterfly. Theory, yeah, yeah you either pin the butterfly or you let the butterfly fly free yeah um, and I'm a fan of letting the butterfly fly, fly free and not talking about everything and being like oh we got to arrange everything so we just do stuff on the fly and that's the fun part um, which is why like when you resolved it and I started playing Donnybrook in a completely in the completely you know, yeah. in E, which doesn't go well with the D that everyone else resolved it to. Right. It was just like we're taking a chance. It's not a big deal, but that's why yeah. I gave you the finger because it was funny. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it was funny. Um, but that's what happened. Yeah, I um, see. I am more on the pin the butterfly for a little while and then let it free, and yeah. then figure and then figure something else out later. Because I, I hate getting in situations where when it's five people and not and, and everyone doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. 
that makes me uncomfortable. Sure, but there's there's a certain so I'll see. I love those things like if if in the solo of Troubles or something, something happens and it's like, oh, that was sick when that happened, and then and then you don't really talk about it. Maybe it happens again. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, that that's kind of cool. So my theory, I'll explain my theory, which is because I don't think I've explained it on this podcast, but the the musical ideas and improving is like um, it's like a butterfly. And um, a, a cool idea is like a beautiful butterfly in the wild, like flying around, like, wow, look at that butterfly. You can do two things. You can let that moment, I saw that butterfly, or people like to pin the butterfly. They like to catch the butterfly in a net. They like to kill it and then pin it in a, in a case. And you get to look at that butterfly every day and be like, check out this butterfly. Yeah. This is dope. But to me, just seeing it once in the wild is more beautiful than seeing it pinned in a case every single day. Yeah. So a lot of times, and people are in two different camps. So when, when uh, like a really awesome idea happens uh, musically, you can think of it as the butterfly. A lot of times, just in this band in particular, a lot of times it's like, hey, remember when that thing happened on uh, last night? Let's do that every time. And we start doing it every time. And I always feel like, ah, it sort of lost its magic. Yeah. Even though it was really cool at the time. But what if it's really cool for, like, the whole touring cycle and, sure. then, and then you figure something else out after that you I, let everybody I'm, see the butterfly i'm making it i'm making it very black and white when and no it's not. But i think it, i think it's a good because i like i like that approach yeah N- not, but not in every scenario where are we right now i don't know is this this looks like spokane are we in spokane <laughs> <laughs> um, i think we're in connecticut i don't know where we are um, I'm going to look it up on my maps. But, yeah, I, I just tend to lean toward, just because, I mean, where what I did musically for most, like, for so long was improving, playing playing jazz and jazz-type yeah. music, which is where it's just like, let ev- let all the butterflies go, yeah. you know? Which, um, makes, which makes sense, because I never, I didn't. I, I, all the stuff that I played when I was a kid and was in bands growing up, it was all super arranged and it's like all right we have this part and then we're going to play this part and then we're going to do this and yeah. then that's how we're going to do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we probably just weren't good enough at the time to really be able to um or, uh worcester um worcester worcester oh how much is this toll is it a dollar 25 the state charges a dollar 25 <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out of the booth. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. There's always something. There's always something for me about like getting this one thing perfect, or like getting this one thing super tight and super clean, yeah. and then like, and then moving on, and then figuring yeah. something. Burning else Man. Out. Burning Man. Something awesome, and then just set it on and fire. And then set it on fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Were you in bands? Were like. Were all the bands that you were in pretty like imp- improvisational? Yeah, just like uh, m- more than anything, it was yeah. you know instrumental music and stuff like that. And then, I wonder how those jammy bands do it because I know like Lettuce or like you know, all right, another thing down the hole. Um, <laughs> like I know like the. The tunes are pretty arranged. I wonder if it's only the solo sections that they mess around with or like, 
I don't know. I wonder. I just wonder how that goes because I've never been a fan of just forever jams. No, you know? it's funny in Seattle there was a lot of um, just like improv nights. Like like Reggie Watts was sort of in my. I was a little on the periphery at the at the time, but like Reggie Watts, like had had a bunch of groups um, that would, you know, let's just get on stage, and, and, you know, at the at the what was it the what tree? Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember. Joshua Tree. It wasn't the Joshua Tree. Oak Tree. It wasn't the Oak Tree. Double Tree. It was, definitely wasn't the Double Tree. God. It was like the green tree. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember. But I would I would go see all these bands, him and him and PK and and all those dudes would get together and they would just jam. Marmalade like there's a, a group called no Marmalade. They like still do it. Yeah. Um they it's like every Wednesday at the high dive. Let's get on stage and we'll just jam. And yeah. they're like they're really good at it. But it is just jamming. But then they all sort of parlay it into groups. Um, right. Like I remember Mock Tube would um, would record. They had like the the guys from Mock Tube would which is Reggie Watts band. Yeah. Um. Uh, they would jam every Wednesday night. Um and or whatever night it was they would record it and then they would make those into songs that's and really stuff like cool. that but the the sort of the one the groups that i would play in with with dudes like i mean this is whatever doesn't matter who it is but um it would be more um like i would write music for it yeah. i'd be like here are our tunes that we're playing and then the solo sections would just be open. would be open you yeah. know and there was always a rule you can do anything you want at any time yeah well, and like cool. the which which was awesome so you get like the structure and you get like the it was it was real you know you always have something to come back to you, you there's always a place there's to a go it doesn't matter what happens like in between yeah. you know um, which you kind of find I always back. really liked. Yeah, and the dudes that, that I got to play with, for whatever reason, like right when I got there, the the older, like way better dudes, like um, there were dudes like um, like Fitz and the Tantrums drummer John Wicks, um, and and this dude named Joe Doria, they were like so nice to like ridiculously nice. Like this dude Joe Doria is one of the best organ players. Like. I've ever seen and he's still yeah. he's still like you know he still does it and and John Wicks is like just just like one of those next level drummer dudes yeah and they were they were just like I would be like uh, I got a gig on Thursday at the Mars bar it doesn't pay anything and they'd be like sure like yeah. jo, like Joe Doria recorded my album played on it for free built me a website for free wow. like these dudes like went out of their way and they and they're like W- way better than than any of us were yeah. like musically and they were just that's like, like let's cor- just do it that's a core thing to like a budding uh music scene yeah is having people a that are really good like you can't have any of these you know th- there's always going to be players around that aren't aren't as good that can't hang that aren't really on the same level yeah and i feel like you know they have they have to kind of naturally get weeded out of the scene or yeah. whatever or become spectators until they learn yeah. until they learn from the scene and then they and they're able to jump in yeah um <clears throat> but you know having the people that are kind of there on the level that are willing to maybe coach some people along and then be really nice and and uh um 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just help mentoring. Yeah, yeah. Just help helpful yeah. to people that are trying to do it. Like, yeah. I'm sure, they could see that you had skill, and it's like, all right, this this guy's gonna be this is, could be nurtured. He's cool. Let's let's you know. Yeah, it was more about it was more about like the coolness, like the people who who weren't that cool. Yeah, like that. That's how you got weeded out. Yeah. What I'm was it? what was that? Thirty minutes from my my drop zone. Okay. Word. Um, next time I see you, you're gonna be a papa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. The good news is, people have been having babies for, for a long time, for like at least a hundred years at, at this point. So probably probably even 150. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know how long people have been having babies for. But I know that it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Yeah, I shut. I don't up, think that's true. There is no way you could know that. <laughs> There's no way you could possibly know that. God, Ivy League education over here trying to make us feel stupid. God, I know stuff. Um, so that's pretty exciting, man. It is exciting. I'm excited, nervous, just like you can't anticipate how things will change. But that's the most nervous nerve-wracking part of it just yeah. just trying to like see the future just yeah. what what's going to be I uh, I don't want to blow up blow up our own spots but we were actually going to we were going to have a little baby shower for you tomorrow night <laughs> <laughs> so that's not happening well i i kind of knew already but um, <laughs> but you know i'm yeah. i'm bummed that that you guys couldn't see Jen before beforehand but um that's okay hopefully i don't know i'm just i'm gonna try to operate at the the thought that we're gonna try to take the baby everywhere like like yeah. mark from red wanting blue like took yeah. the baby on the rock boat which was awesome yeah um pretty irresponsible but awesome <laughs> 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 sorry mark love you buddy um but i think it's i think it's great and I want to try to to bring him out yeah. different places, and hopefully we can do a little uh, uh, like family trip for the for the shows in yeah. in July, um, the summer shows. That way, you know, Jen, Jen, we can all get out of the house and totally. And get it's, the, it's cool. Get the earmuffs. I I just can't wait for the first time that you can wear the earmuffs yeah. at, at a show. And and your family's super cool too, because I mean, your your mom dad brother-in-law and sister are like at a ton of shows yeah which makes it way easier yeah to be able to bring the kid yeah bring genevieve yeah doesn't make it stuff, easy so. if someone has to watch the kid because <laughs> everyone's gonna be at the fucking show someone's gonna have to stay home yeah i'll stay home <laughs> perfect that um, won't ruin the shows at all <laughs> yeah uh no it's it's good it's good just hopefully I'm just gonna try my big goal for the podcast is to release uh, original music on the podcast. Nice. And in the Patreon. So, um, so I'm going to send you when I get um, when I get done my tune, um, Scotto and Jen are going to I think come down to Richmond. We're going to do it make a make a video for it or whatever. Good. But maybe I'll send you that. But also for the Patreon people, I will send you the podcast, the old Carbon Leaf podcast that I did, um, that I never released, um, like right after I got food poisoning. 
on okay. the road, I which think is I really have fun. one of them. I have the one from Maine. You have the one from Maine. I have the one from Maine. Um, but I'll give you the one about the food poisoning, All which right. I think is Perfect. pretty interesting. Carter, anything to say? No? Usual. All right. Just sit there. Eat your <laughs> chewy bars. <laughs> Barry, anything to say? What did you not cover that I should talk about? We covered, um, we covered a lot. basically nothing important and <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. That's that's all I have. <laughs> all right, perfect. So, uh, awesome. Good job. Good podcasting. I We'll see. We'll have to listen back to that one. Yeah, I'm going to have to take some stuff <laughs> no, out. No, don't take anything out. <laughs> all right, well, we'll see. God. Uh, Bye. Bye. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Um, again, stay safe out there. Stay in. Uh, don't go out only if you know only if you have to for emergencies. But uh, make sure you tune in to my Instagram tomorrow night, it's Thursday. It's Thursday on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and um, Venmo virtual tip jar at Jesse Humphrey. My Instagram is at J Humphrey Music. And we'll play some songs, play some tunes, we'll get to know each other, we'll hang out, and uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Can't wait. All right, I will see you when I see you. Stay safe out there.